Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what? What are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Oh, Stephen McIverin for Smithy today and tomorrow. Uh, earlier today, we celebrated Valerie Adams with a, a journalist, a former journalist, Michelle Pickles. Lovely, very good journalist, now works for Sport New Zealand. And her experiences with Dame Val over her career and following her around. Right now, we go right back to where it started with Dame Val, and that's her high school coach and the coach that took her to Olympic gold in 2008, and that's Kirsten Hellier. Morning, Kirsten. Are you there? Hello, Kirsten. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good, thank you. Gosh, I thought I thought I'd lost you for a moment. Please, please. Oh, I did too. <laughs> All righty. Um, when did you first see Val? Uh, we, we're talking back uh, 1997, 16th of uh, 16th of November, 1997. Wow, well, that's my memory. You can even, yeah, that's a, a very good memory. What were your first impressions? Uh, first impressions, um, oh, uh, very shy, um, amazing, uh, amazing um, physical, you know, physique, obviously. Um, uh, pretty, pretty naturally athletic, uh, even even though she was, um, I guess, new into the athletic environment, you could see that she definitely had a sporting um, sporting background and, and just the way her body moved, the way that she walked, uh, there was, yeah, there was obviously uh, something there. Um, not quite sure. I mean, we, we sort of articulated as being, as being it, the it factor, and, and it was pretty clear that she had it right from day dot, really. Where was this? Uh, Papakura Athletics was uh, where where we met. Um, Val, had, Val had come down and she'd sort of got acquainted with a few people and then um, f- for whatever reason she and I ended up um, connecting and yeah, just saw her walking across the field with um, with uh, one of her teachers and, and yeah, that was that was my first first view, first impression. What was what was the the first conversation like about hey I, I may well was there a conversation, hey maybe I can help you do something with this? Uh, look, to be honest, uh, gosh, it's, um, it's a wee while ago now. I can't quite recall what the initial conversation would be. Like, I mean, I just remember Val. She was very, she was very, very shy. Um, I suspect that probably most of the talking was done between between me and and um, and the teacher that she was with. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess at some point in time, I would have, I would have said, "Yep, come along and train." Um, I was, I was working with a big group of of athletes at the time out of. Uh, out of the county's Manic Athletics Club in Papakura, and and it was really well. Yeah, if you want to train, just come along and join in with the crew and give it a go. At at what point did you realise the it girl was going to be the girl, and you would need to spend time with her? Uh, you know, those things sort of eventuate pretty quickly. I mean, within within six months of of. Um, you know, coming down to to the athletic track and, track and I guess taking on a more formalised training training program and stuff. Um, you know, she was off representing New Zealand at the World Youth Champs, so uh, it didn't need you know you didn't need to be a rocket scientist to work out that she was um, you know she was quickly going to um, 
you know, developed the capability of being a, a pretty special athlete. Um, but, you know, to be truthful at the time, Val could have chosen, you know, three of the four throwing disciplines. Um, Javelin was probably the one that she didn't, didn't quite connect with, but um, she was an exceptionally good hammer thrower, an exceptionally good discus thrower. And an exceptionally good shot putter. So, um, it, it, and and she continued to you know to play around with all of the events until she she ultimately made the decision. Uh, and again, I'm just going by memory here. I'm I'm sort of recalling it was probably around about 18 or 19. Um, that yeah, I'll give I'll give a shot a go. But you know, truthfully, she could she could have chosen any of those other other two disciplines, and I would suspect that she would have been world class in, in those as well. Was there any time afterwards, once she'd made the decision to do shot, that she said, "This is why I did it. This is why I love doing it." Uh, well, I guess the reason that she chose shot was because she preferred it over over the other throws. Uh, that would have, you know, I guess, that would have been my assumption. Um, it was it was definitely it was definitely her her choice, and I, I guess it's no different than. Than, than all of us, you know, if you're if you if you're good at something, you tend to enjoy it a lot more. Um, you don't tend to, um, you know, pursue things that you're not enjoying. Uh, and and obviously she was excelling in it. So I guess you know those those things combined, it's um, um, I, I would assume as a recipe for a reason to stick with it. Good athletes or even great athletes always have a hunger to learn. Is that Val? Yeah, uh, yeah, she's she, yeah. I think she's always been quite um, inquisitive. I mean, obviously, with any with any um, athletes, you know, she goes you know through that novice to expert expert sort of stage. Um, you know, as a novice, you you require probably a little bit more guidance. But um, you know, she's a bright she's a bright girl, and and she cottoned onto things very very quickly, and uh, was extremely coachable. Uh, which means that you know you 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 can sort of take on a, a different type of a coaching style. It doesn't have you know doesn't have to be that that sort of um, you know directive you know type of coaching. And and um, yeah, she, I think she she had a pretty good understanding of um, you know how her body moved and what what she needed to do and and the potential that she had to obviously you know do great things and 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 athletics. So um, yeah. Kirsten, I've, 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 no, no, no. Look, I've always wondered, Kirsten, how com- a how competitive was she, and how tough was she on herself if she didn't do what she thought was the right thing. Um, you know, agents agent stage probably plays into that a little bit. Um, I, I think as she as she became. Um, you know, a more mature athlete, then that competitiveness uh, really started to kick in, both um, in and out of competition, and you know, being being really sort of hard and competitive um, within herself around you know, the, you know, training and what she was doing at training, and and you know, striving to obviously do the best that she could. Go, you know, she could, um, you know, incredibly, incredibly good, um, incredibly strong work ethic. So there was never any, you know, there was never any question around, um, you know, her commitment to what she was doing and why she was doing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, very competitive. Uh, again, you know, when you when you when you're good at something, it's um, it's it's probably one of the one of the easier things to to establish is that competitive nature. And and um, but you know, having said that, it obviously took her a while to get to the top of the world stage. And and and, and you could actually argue, well, you can argue that getting there is you know, it's bloody hard. It's really hard to get to the top. But actually staying there is is even harder, um, and that probably sums up her competitiveness right there and, and, and the fact that, you know, she stayed on the top for such a long time. She hate losing? 
Uh, she didn't like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, she definitely didn't like it. Uh, you know, I guess it's it's part and parcel of sport that, um, you know, somebody comes first and somebody comes second. Uh, I think early earlier on there were probably ways that you could you could um, disguise losses as, as as more learning than losses. But as you get as you get older and as you as you you know that competitiveness really comes in and and, and I guess the expectations of the public and you know when you get on get get to that level there is an assumption that well you know you're just going to stay there and you're going to continue to be the world's best and like I said that's that's exceptionally hard to do um but she she did it really bloody well to take her to championships and a gold medal as a coach how satisfying was that yeah extremely satisfying uh the, you know the fact that we we basically started as a um you know as a, a green team you know the two of us i i, I was a, a javelin thrower so shop was certainly not my my expertise um i i you know, started. I'd been coaching for a little while before Val and I met, so I'd started to, you know, already develop a, a real curiosity and and desire to learn around the other events. And uh, I guess you know, Val and I um, meeting up, it, it certainly um, uh, sped up that learning requirements because you know, as, as as quickly as as quickly as I was I was learning, um, you know, Val was obviously developing at such a rate that you, you really had to stay sort of on 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 top of things. So. Um, yeah, really satisfying because I know that I I had to push myself incredibly hard in order to you know to to keep up with Val and and, and where she was tracking and where she was going and and of course there was always lots of um, expert advice from lots of experts um, you know telling you that you either were or weren't doing the right thing so yeah it was um, yeah, but, but very 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 satisfying. I find that fascinating that you actually weren't I I didn't know that Kirsten, that you weren't actually a shot put specific coach so did did Val know that at the time that she was taking on a javelin coach <laughs> uh, well, like I said, I had been coaching. I had been coaching for a few years, um, but um, I don't know. Again, I, I can't even. I can't even recall. I mean, she definitely knew that I was. Javel- she definitely knew I was a javelin thrower. Um, and I, you know, I, ironically, it's the one event that she probably didn't like most. So. <laughs> Talk to me about your relationship with Val. What was that like? How important was it to have a relationship that worked? I, I don't. I don't think that there are many um, athletes and coaches that have extended periods of time together that don't uh, establish a reasonably close relationship. I mean, obviously, there's variability around what that looks like depending on the personalities of people. But um, you know, there was. We had a lot of stuff in common. We, we had a lot of stuff that we didn't have in common as well. But um, you know, we shared the same birthday, for example. So you know, I remember that being a, a huge icebreaker. Um, at training one day when we were just, you know, in, in casual conversation, when's your birthday, 6th of October? Me too. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you, we, 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 yeah, we had a close, close relationship and, and um, you know, you so travel me, with So you had arguments, right? Did you have arguments? Did you ever push back? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course we did. Yeah. Okay. That's, um, again, that's, that's, that's a normal, that's a normal sort of, uh, that's a normal sort of uh, eventuation of, you know, like again, people that work together a lot and in, in, in close proximity all the time. Of course, you're going to have um, disagreements, and 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 rightly so because, you know, I as, as a coach, I need I need to be challenged, and as an athlete, you know, you know, athletes need to be challenged sometimes too. Will we see her like again? Gosh, uh, you know, um, 
I, I live in the Bay of Plenty now and, and um, I'm driving along the streets often and I see these um, amazing physiques of young men and women and think to myself, um, yeah, yes, there is absolutely the potential because we, you know, we, we, we just breathe beautiful athletes down this, this end of the world and there, there is um, potential for um, uh, athletes uh, to be developed with the capability of Val. Now, would they be Val? Absolutely not. There's only ever going to be one. Um, you know, Dame Valerie Adams, and um, but there are there there is the opportunity for you know for other athletes, and you know Val Val mentioned this you know yesterday she's she's quite happy to you know hand over the hand over the shot so to speak, and and yeah, there's we, we've got lots of talent here. It's just a matter of providing the facilities and the, and the coaches and the people, and and um, yeah. I should I, I should have asked you this question when we were talking about relationships, but the, the parting, the parting of ways between the two of you, uh, it, 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 I think it was quoted as amicable, but was it sad? Oh, extremely sad. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. We never, yeah, and it was a big, big part of you know both of our lives. So um, yeah, of course it was. Um, tears and, and um, you know time to, to process emotions and feelings and um, but you know just because it's uh, the right decision that doesn't make it an easy decision yeah. so what's Kirsten Hellier doing now ah well Kirsten Hellier is I'm currently at the um, New Zealand Equestrian um, Centre which is hanging out with a couple of uh, fellow female coaches which is kind of cool um, I'm doing a number of things um, I'm working I'm still working in athletics I'm um, currently the um, High performance coaching manager for Athletics New Zealand. Um, I do quite a bit of mentoring for um, other coaches. I sit on a number of on number of boards and yeah, do yeah, lot, lot, lots of things. Um, sports still very much a big focus and and um, uh, an area of love and passion in my life. Well, that's good. No, I, I, I should I should say one thing that's important. Thank you. Thanks for being a part of uh, creating a little bit of history in the New Zealand sport and, and being a big part of Dame Val's early career and setting her on the right path. Thank you. I appreciate that.